1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
2: Put some BTP sports in your cup and listen up. I came to bring
0: the pace. What up, though I came to bring the pace. No fluff, just real I came to bring the pain. yo what up though btp fans and supporters and welcome to episode eight of btp sports talk after further review as always i am your host the badger mitchell brock and i am here with the great sports morpheus and the crew as always and we got a whole lot to talk to y'all about this whole week. Lot man. Lot. we got a whole lot a lot of to get into this week man um as you guys know, the NFL draft passed. We were out there in Vegas, uh, tripped over some credentials to go to a uh, a pretty star-studded boxing event. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we still got the NBA playoffs jumping off. So we are going to jump off into that, first of all. So let's talk about these NBA playoffs, man. Man. So I'll be honest and say, now, we agreed that um, – the NBA playoffs or the NFL playoffs last year was probably one of the best NFL playoffs that we've seen. In no a while. question. This NBA playoffs is kind of shaping up to be the same thing mm-hmm. right now. So we're going to get into that. But first things first, obviously,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we got to take. Oh, oh, I see you. I, oh, I see you. <laughs> Show the people. Oh, I see you over here. So we got a little bit of business to take care of first. Uh, NFL alumni. Yes,
2: yes, yes. So those of you who don't know, actually, uh, a couple of things that have happened over the past couple of weeks that we haven't been on here. So mm-hmm. those who've been following know that I am uh, been working with the NFL Alumni Wellness Program, uh, specifically targeting obesity. Um, I have since been named as the media captain for the NFL Alumni Wellness Program. So I'm very proud to share that. Uh, we also have a new member of the wellness program from the media. I'm not going to say his name yet, but y'all know him. And just stay tuned. But that's that's going to be big. I'll just say he works for some company with four letters mm-hmm. in their name. So anyway, uh, that being said, the last time we weighed in, I was at 350 even 350. 350, I think yep. 350, 350.6, yeah. 350.6 was the last weigh-in two weeks ago. So let's see where we are today.
0: Let's go. Instagram, come on with us. Is flipping high,
2: mind you, we were on the road for a week. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, all right? Really? Oh. Here off. Here we are.
0: No, as usual. Bam. Stuff, my guy. Bam. So eight pounds, and that's eight more of them gone. And that's on the road. And that's after what? Four days in Vegas. Four days in Vegas. Four, no, yeah, four days in Vegas. Yes. But guess what? My bad, Instagram. We didn't do bad. Neither one of us. Mm-mm. Neither one of us really ate like a fool. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a couple of moments, mm-hmm. but we didn't just clown and act a fool. Mm-hmm. We we both kept our um, our eating regimen pretty much the same. So, uh, good job, brother, and good. tell them where they can sign up at. Well, go to
2: wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. This wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org You can see everything about the program there. Stay tuned for a lot more details coming. If you want to be a part of the program, we'd love to have you as part of the program. Uh, That information will be available as well. If you don't want to go to the website, you can always uh, contact us through our website as well. BTPSportsTalk.com.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. And also stay tuned for Brock Nutrition. It is official. I have officially gotten my LLC. So, Brock nutrition is a real thing. Stay tuned to that. We'll be accepting clients here very, very, very shortly. All right. So, now let's get off into these NBA playoffs, as I alluded to. So, like I said, we kind of agreed that this past NFL playoffs was like an epic.
2: Off the chain. And
0: this has been no different in the NBA, man. Mm -hmm. Um, The parity in the league is coming back. Mm -hmm. There used to be a time where the East and the West. the East or the West were both super top heavy. Right. Like, you know, back in like, say the nineties you mm-hmm. had, or like say the eighties mm-hmm. you had,
2: yeah, the Pistons, Pistons and the Celtics, uh,
0: Celtics um, the 76ers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, late eighties, um, Atlanta Hawks with Dominique and those guys, they never really got to the finals, but you know, you had, it was top heavy. Mm-hmm. And over in the West, basically, all you had was the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You knew the Lakers was going to the finals. You just didn't know whether they was going to be playing the Pistons or the Celtics. Right. You know, and then the '90s came, and it was just the it was just the East. It was just Chicago Bulls. You knew you were playing Chicago Bulls in the East, but in the West, you had the Lakers. You had the Portland Trailblazers. You had the Dallas Mavericks. You had all these different teams. And then the 2000s, the parity start to, even up a little bit. But now, this year, we did not have a single sweep in the first round Surprise. of the NBA playoffs. Not yep. one. Yep. Even uh, the Pelicans snuck a game. Yeah. You know, Surprise. and I told but, you, yeah. I said, they're going to get one. they're going to get one. They got one. So um, today, we got the Celtics and the Bucks, which is tied 1 1. And that series. I believe that's the Eastern Conference Championship. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to just be honest with mm-hmm. you now, no disrespect to the Heat and the Sixers or the Heat because the Sixers are done. The, the Sixers, in my opinion, are done. Uh, Embiid is still out as far as I know. No, oh, he
2: played last night. Did he play last night? He played last okay. night. They all came right. back and uh, they, they, beat, uh, okay. they beat the Heat pretty pretty handily okay. last night. Yeah, but yeah. it was all on, on his shoulders. But I, I do agree, you know, with him not being at 100%, that's, yeah. that presents a problem.
0: And Harden – Still hardening. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pointing for all of you that know. Um, he had a streak again. I missed the game last night, not even get a chance to look it up, to be honest with you. So, um, did he what, what did Harden put up last night? You remember?
2: Uh, I want to say like maybe 17 or something like that. So, was, so you know. he still
0: got that streak of consecutive playoff games without scoring 25. Yeah, but points. it was
2: it was mostly garbage. Like, you know, I think he had a lot of free throw attempts and like. It was Joel and B who willed them to victory last night, clearly. He had, uh want to say, like 12, 13 rebounds. Right. He had some very big defensive moments, and he's playing with a broken orbital bone. So, mm. the, the, this bone. that's and coming off a concussion. Your, yeah, coming off concussion. This bone around your eye. Just imagine that being fractured and you having to play in the paint because he's a he's a physical he's guy. A he's man, not a, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, he's got the face mask on, so he's out there playing with the. Uh, the Phantom of the Opera. I call it the Phantom of the Opera face mask. The, the, ha- the, half, half, the half
0: joint, yeah. yeah. But Harden had that streak of, I can't remember how many games it was up to, not eight, nine, ten, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Consecutive games without scoring at least 25 points in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a superstar, if you are an alleged superstar, former MVP of the league, mm-hmm. you got to be And six man of the year. And six man of the year. Yep. You got to be able to do better than that. Right. Especially with your... Big boy out. Right. That was the time. And, and I said this when we was in Vegas. I said, oh, Embiid is out? Okay, bet. Harden, here's your chance.
2: That's not That's not him.
0: Here's your chance. That's not him. Because here in Houston, as we all know, I was talking to somebody who doesn't live in Houston. I can't remember who it was. And they were like, well, what people don't talk about is how Harden disappears in the playoffs. I say, what rock you been living under? Because mm-hmm. here in Houston, that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? So what you think about that?
2: That's just, that's been his, 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 Cachet—that's been his thing—is mm-hmm. that when those big moments in the playoffs come up, James Harden is nowhere to be found. Yep. Uh, I, I've said the analogy a million times. He reminds me of the basketball version of Tony Romo because mm, anytime the lights are on and the pressure's on, he's nowhere
0: to be found. Mm-hmm. Yep. He um, even here in Houston, like it started. It started before that, mm-hmm. but the 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 crux of it. Was that Golden State series? Mm-hmm. When, and he's had two opportunities mm-hmm. to step it up. Right. When his Robin, so to speak, was out. Even though I would consider him the Robin in in, uh, in Philly. Right. I think Embiid is definitely right. Batman. No, no question. But in in Houston, even though he had Chris Paul, he was there first. So and he was league MVP. Right. So of course he was Batman. Game six, they had Golden State on, on the ropes. Yep. CP3 goes out with the uh, I think it was a hamstring Mm -hmm. Pulled his hamstring Mm -hmm. So they go to game Mm 7 To go to the NBA finals CP3 is out Harden lays Lays the biggest egg I think he was 1 for 17 If Mm -hmm. I remember off the top of my head It was a few years ago Mm -hmm. I want to say he was 1 for 17 from Mm 3 And like 5 for 20 something In the game Mm -hmm. How bro and now you fast forward to this year with Philly, your big guys out. Mm-hmm. You had another chance to make everybody forget about all your past fail, right. fail failures. Right. And you you don't and do and it.
2: You lay an egg again. Yep. So that's that's been his thing. He's, right. He fails to deliver.
0: Right. So in my opinion, Philadelphia just solidified the fact that they won't get swept because it's two to one, right. and I, I think that's all they're going to get. I think it's going to wind up. It makes you
2: kind of scratch your head because the crazy part is he's going to wind up being in the Hall of Fame.
0: Numbers, yeah, numbers wise, he, yeah, he's going to get there. And, and, and I'm and bold prediction. I'm going to say that James Harden is going to get a championship. Whose coattail is he going to ride? There you go. This, Just, this, <laughs> I didn't say James Harden is going to yeah. lead somebody to a yeah. championship. I say he's going to get one. Right. This is what he's going to do next year or two. He'll probably stay in Philly next year. Maybe within the next three years, he'll jump on with a Golden State or whoever's hot. Come off the bench, right? Come off the bench, or he may even start. He may even start, but he'll he'll latch on to somewhere and he'll get one. He'll do what uh like Gary Payton, Mm -hmm. um Antoine Walker. He'll do what what those guys did. Good looking Q um, and he'll get one. Mm -hmm. But like you say, he will be a Hall of Famer Mm -hmm. for sure. So. This buck, To go back to this Bucks and Celtics series, um, it's, it's a slugfest. It's going it, to be a slugfest. Yeah, it is. And Giannis, man, good Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you what I said, and some people agreed, and some people tried to kill me for it. And I'm going to tell you whether you agree or disagree. This is in a sports talk group that you're not in. Mm-hmm. I say Giannis is the second coming of LeBron.
2: Close to it. I would agree that he's what, close to it, right? Um, from the physical nature, man, like mm-hmm. this dude is—he's different. He's one of those guys that's just different. Mm-hmm. Like you can't train and work out and create that type of physical prowess that he's got. That's mm-hmm. just—that's a—that's a god gift. Yep, that he's got. Um, his his athleticism, his speed, his all of the the tangible stuff for an athlete—he's he's maxed out on all of that. Like yep.
0: He's ninety nines across the board. Ninety nines across the board,
2: and then you add to the, the the focus, the mentality, the attitude, the humility. Right. He's he's a he's a demon on the court, but at the same time, he's, he's a nice a gentleman. Guy. Right. He's a gentleman. Um. He's he's
0: got he's got it all. Yeah, he's got it all. I, I knew he was my type of guy. Pause. Um. I knew he was a gentleman when after they won the championship. The first thing he did was went over to his family mm-hmm. and hugged his, his parents and his wife or mm-hmm. girlfriend or whatever and their children
1: mm-hmm.
0: and sat with them. Mm-hmm. He's not with his teammates. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? He goes to his family. Right. In tears. That's when I knew I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. He's what KD used to be, but I don't know what KD goes to Golden State. Now he's Billy Badass mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. But um, and that's and that's all I meant when I said that Giannis was the second coming of LeBron. He is a physical freak mm-hmm. that you can't do nothing with. He's right. big, he's strong, he's fast, he's aggressive, he's it's nothing you can do with him physically. Nothing. He's got all the physical intangibles.
2: And when you add the basketball IQ piece to it, and the dedication because yep. he's constantly improving. Mm-hmm. Any little flaws that he sees in his game, you see him, you don't see the same guy coming back every year. Correct. Without a short-range jumper, you know, not ability to to have his back to the basket, not able to run the floor. He finds a flaw in his game, and he works on it, works on it, works on it. Works on it. Gets better, 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 better,
0: better every year. Because his first few – here's the thing. Giannis had been in the league. Like 5-6 years Before he blew up mm-hmm. There's pictures of Skinny Giannis mm-hmm. With no hair mm-hmm. Sitting on the Bucks bench A lot of people don't People think Giannis Just got in the league No He's been, He'd in been around for a little He's kind of like Steph Curry Right He took a minute to re- Steph had been in the league Again Probably 5-6 years before he, I mean, Steph played with guys like Stephen Jackson mm-hmm. and Matt Barnes in them. Mm-hmm. He was there, mm-hmm. but it took a while for him to ascend to what he is now. Right, it's kind of what Giannis is, and like you said, there his first few years he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn mm-hmm. with uh, a basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, even even up until last year, right, he couldn't really shoot. Right now, he come back this year, and like you said, mm-hmm. he got this mid-range jumper. Mm-hmm. He's making his free throws now. Mm-hmm. This kid is going to start averaging. I think he's averaging like 32 this year. Yeah. Next year, he's going to be 33, 30, 34, 35. maybe even 35 a year. Mm-hmm. A season, a, a night I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um and then on the flip side of that, you got somebody who don't those of us who are into the basketball, we talk about him, but he doesn't get that superstar push that I think he deserves and that's Jason Tatum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tatum is a monster, He's a monster. Bro. He's yeah, nasty. so talk about.
2: He's nasty. He's yeah. physical, he's Smart basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh again, a guy with a lot of tools. Not quite the physical specimen that a guy like LeBron or or Giannis is, but you can see the work that mm-hmm. he's put he puts in. You can see that he you no, know, he spends extra time in the gym and extra time in the
0: film room. Yeah. He's not um a physical, physically athletic freak, but he's a big dude. Big, yeah, big solid. I, I, yeah. I didn't realize he was that big. He's six eight and about two thirty. Right. So he ain't much smaller than that. Not a lot of food
2: left on the plate when he, yeah, he gets yeah, Tatum, up on the
0: table. Tatum is a big guy, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really feeling that series. Um, and then the uh, the final game today is going to be the Grizz and the Warriors. Which, oh, man.
2: That's, yeah. that, that is a great series. That's Exciting. knock them, sock them robots right there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the Grizzlies are not afraid of the Warriors. No. Not at no. all. This, this series very easily could be 2-0 Memphis right now. Yeah. Very yeah, easily. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, everybody's talking about, um, of course, you know, Ja went off in game two mm-hmm. and um, scored 47, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he's walking off the court. I still don't know what he said, but he's walking off the court and Steph walked by him and he said something to Steph. And you could tell it was trash talk because mm-hmm. Steph kind of looked at him like, like what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he kept walking mm-hmm. and you go on the Internet and everybody's like, oh, oh. He done woke to sleeping uh, giant. He shouldn't have said nothing to step. Why? Why? He's a competitor. Right. Talk hey, talk your stuff, John. Ja. Right. You just dropped 47. Yeah, you backed talk it up already. Talk your stuff. Right. right. And we have no reason to believe that he's not going to continue to back it up. Right. That kid is a – listen.
2: <laughs> like I said, John, ja, he gives me Afro Kobe vibes. Like the young Kobe number eight. The attitude? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I can, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah yeah. Now game wise A lot of people say Russell Young Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. The energy I can see that The high
2: flying energy The the
0: Playing above the rim
2: The dunks the- At 6'3
0: 180 <laughs> pounds He's a, <laughs> he a, he, a, a
2: stream beam. He don't even have His grown man body yet Right He's only 22 Right Yeah so A couple years from now He's gonna have that thing Built out man and, oof. Yeah Yeah he's but, uh, Go great yeah, he's 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 a he's a
0: star in the making. Yeah, superstar in the making. I see. So he's already a star. Right now, who I um, compared him to, and you uh, tell me, agree or disagree? I see young Derrick Rose Mm-hmm. with the explosiveness. With, yeah, with more. Yeah, more of the
2: above the, the above the rim stuff, but yeah, that first step is deadly.
0: When this kid decides he wants to get up off the floor, it. Ain't nobody in his Just get ready to be on somebody's wall on a poster it's, it's nobody that can It's nobody that can jump with him in the league right now At his size
2: It's like he jumps twice Like he jumps <laughs> and he's in the air And then he jumps again Like, <laughs> uh, like on Super Mario Brothers yeah. hey, the, the climb, the, the, yeah. the, the, the brick, yeah.
0: the blocks Yeah Yeah, I mean He gets up in the air And he just sits He's got a You know who he reminds me of When he jumps off the floor He's got the explosion of Derrick Rose And he's got the hang time of Clyde Drexler. Mm. Remember how Clyde Drexler used to just kind of not glide. Jo- like right. they was he was called the glide, glide for a reason. They right? yeah. just happened to rhyme. They didn't do that because it rhymed with his name. Right. It just happened to rhyme with his name. Right. But like when Jordan went up in the air, he just kind of sat there. When Ja, or say Clyde Drexler got up, they kinda did this. He's like an airplane. Whoa, he literally right. just kind of Cruising glides. altitude. But then when he gets to the rim, he finishes nasty. Mm. He finishes nasty. Yeah. So Let's go. Uh, let's go. Predictions. So, we already agreed that uh, Miami is going to take Philly out. Mm-hmm. And we did predictions before the series, but now that the series have started and we see how it's going, we'll revisit that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Bucks and Celtics, who you got? In what? I got to go Bucks in seven. I agree. I, I think the
2: experience is going to be what pushed them over the top.
0: I agree 100%.
2: Boston is gritty and nasty, but yeah. uh, the Bucks have been there and done it, so they got to. You gotta prove me
0: wrong. Yeah. Um Grizzlies Warriors. Uh, mm. I know what you wanna say. Mm. You I know, know what your, I, I know say. what your heart wanna say. You know
2: what I wanna say. Um I do know that uh I try, I'm trying to recall who the um they have um the Grizzlies have a, a guy that got spin tonight. Oh yeah, um, the knockdown um uh I'm I don't have a yeah, right in front I of me, but about. um I'm I'm gonna begrudgingly say Warriors and six, even though I wanted to say I wanted to say Grizzlies, but I'm gonna say Warriors and six.
0: We we right on. I I, I exact same thing. Warriors and six. Um, now, let's go. Now, tomorrow we got another series that is two to one, mm-hmm. but it's actually a pretty good series if you watch it, and that's Phoenix and Dallas. Mm. Right. So Phoenix is up two to one, and Devin Booker's back. And that that was my only worry. I right. say if Devin Booker is healthy, they're my pick to, to win it all. Right. If 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 everybody's healthy. He's back. He looks healthy. What what's your what's your um thought on that on that series?
2: Uh I'm gonna go ahead and say Suns in five.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause the Joker just ain't got no help, right. man. Right. He just not the Joker, I'm sorry. Um Jokic. Jokic, yeah. And he's not not quite 100% yet either. Yeah. No, he's not. He's still got that, was it uh, ankle? Ankle sprain. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And I I think it's CP3's time. Mm -hmm. I think this might be his last chance. Mm -hmm. He's got the worst luck of anybody I've ever seen, bro. Like, last, I mean, to go back to that um, Rocket series with Golden State, if he doesn't get hurt in Game Mm 6, I think they 100% First of all, they close out in game six, mm-hmm. I think. I think they close out Golden State in six, and there is no game seven. Mm-hmm. That, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But when he went out, that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think it's his year, man. Um, and CP3's
2: the, career is kind of like what Magic would have been like if he was drafted by the Clippers. Mm, wow. Just phenomenal talent, but just don't quite have it around you. You know?
0: No, he's always had it around him, bro.
2: Mm, I mean, he's had Harden. He's had. Uh, uh, no, no, go back the,
0: to the Clippers. Uh, prime DeAndre Jordan. Unstoppable DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Prime Blake Griffin. Those guys were good. They had Jamal but they Crawford coming like, off the bench, bro. No,
2: none of those guys going to the Hall of Fame, though. Uh, like who, who, what, what Hall of Famer did he play with besides Harden? Mm, you know? Touche. Yeah. Touche. Uh, Touche Magic had like
0: Three or four of them Touche Touche Yeah 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 He he had the captain He He had the captain He
2: had Worthy He had uh.
0: Did Magic play with Elgin Baylor? No Not Elgin Baylor I'm sorry Uh, Jamal Wilkes Jamal Wilkes Yeah (sighs) Elgin Baylor I went way back How great was that team That we forget about Jamal Wilkes Jamal Wilkes Was like your fourth option And he was a bucket. <laughs> Jamar wilkes yeah. Jamal Wilkes was a bucket, bro. Yeah. So uh he was the man. He was yeah. the scorer before they got magic. Yep. You know, so but um yeah, so that that's um what we what we're thinking about the NBA playoffs. Well, now that we got that out the way, let's talk about what we really do here and that is football. Football. So as you guys know, we went out to uh, L- uh Las Vegas for the NFL draft, and this was our first time actually getting to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually got credentialed the the COVID year, uh,
2: year the year tw- before COVID.
0: Yeah, the year before yeah. COVID. No, no, it was, so it, was, was, it, was 20, it was for the twenty. It was for the twenty twenty draft. Yeah, but
2: I, it all kind of runs together. Yeah, well. yeah, just, yeah. It this was is year number nine, for Right, getting a
0: little old. yeah. The, <laughs> the first time we actually got the credential was twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and of course we didn't go due to COVID. We got them again. Last year And we couldn't make it For whatever reason Maybe in our work schedule Or something like that mm-hmm. This year It's probably my work schedule Knowing what I was doing At the time mm-hmm. But um, This year We got the credentials And we were actually Able to make it mm-hmm. And it was The experience of the draft Itself was great mm-hmm. But kind of like L.A. with the Super Bowl I feel like The logistics Of Vegas <laughs> Were absolutely Horrible
2: well, it was because they, they force-fed the event to the strip. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, if they had the draft at the Raiders Stadium, at Allegiant Stadium, all, everything's mapped out. So that they built that stadium with the Super Bowl in mind. If you mm-hmm. drive you drive by Allegiant Stadium, there's a nice string of hotels there. Yep. There's like three or four highways that intersect right there. So huge you can open, move people around, a lot open of space. space. Yep. They could have had the draft and all the events Associated with the draft at the stadium, but right. no, they wanted to do it on the strip where all the hotels are, and all, yeah, of course, it's money. We get it, NFL, we get it. Um, but at the same time, man, whoo, man, it's, it was real rough moving, moving people around, and then you shut the strip down where you didn't have um vehicle traffic on it, so yep. everybody's on foot,
0: yep, so and and scooters, yeah, foot and scooters, yep. Um, we walked and and I wish if I had time, I'd show it to y'all. The very first day we were there, we literally walked nine miles, Mm -hmm. just walking around, getting to where we had to go. Mm -hmm. And I know that because I looked at my watch. I walked four miles that morning myself, just my normal exercise routine. And when we got back to the hotel, I checked my steps and my watch said 13 miles. Mm -hmm. So I walked 13 miles that first day we got there. Um, now that first day, we actually got in the car and was riding around. We rode around for probably easily an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half before we actually found where we were supposed to park and mm-hmm. where we were supposed to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, the instructions were pretty good once you got into the um, in the, the facility. The facility, the, right. but just getting to the facility was an absolute nightmare, yeah. man. So, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. As y'all saw from our coverage, man, we were right up front. Uh, we had a perfect view and it was, it was a good time though, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd was lit. huh? Mm-hmm.
2: They were all engaged to it. And it was all the different fans from all of the teams. Like some of the teams I'm surprised they even had fans. <laughs> 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 Who the hell Jacksonville get fans from, but, um, you know, it was, it was just a great experience for all the fans. They got an opportunity to get out. Um, they did a lot of events across the city as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the fans got out to you know meet some former players, do some autograph sessions and photos, and they had the NFL fan experience and all that stuff. So it was, it was it's good for the fans. I like the fact that they're moving the draft around. Yes, to some of these these cities. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be brutally honest here. I'm not crazy about Vegas as a football city. No, Vegas. Especially the Raiders, man. I'm old school. I believe that football belongs in football towns. Y'all did Oakland dirty, man. Yeah, they did. That's just real talk. Yeah, they did. That team bled black and silver. They still do. They still love the Raiders. There was – that's one of the – them along with the Steelers, the Packers. Oh. And the the Browns and Lions, they're like some of the most diehard in the Bills – the most diehard, passionate—they don't a give a Buffalo damn how bad there. the yeah. teams are. They love their team, and you guys did Oakland bad because it wasn't a lack of fan support why they moved. No, it was because they wanted a new stadium. The political BS and the money between the mm-hmm. politicians and the rich folks as to why they didn't build a new stadium, and they saw an opportunity in Vegas. So, but that brand meant so much to those people in in Oakland, man. They love football. I think of when I think of a Raiders fan. I think of the dude that worked all day in a steel mill that has the boots on. He's got his the, the Raiders logo on his lunch pail. He's got the Raiders on, on logo his on his hard hat. Yep. He worked all damn day. He's tired as hell. He come home. He worked his ass off to buy those Oakland Raiders tickets. Yep. He's got the old Howie, the old um, uh, Art Shell jersey or something <laughs> like that. And he, on game day, he paints his face with the face paint. That's a Raiders fan. Right. Not... The, the wimpy guy Who Bought 500 shares Of Tesla When they first IPO'd is <laughs> sitting around Drinking his sissy mimosa With an Egyptian Cotton t-shirt on That's not a Raiders fan I got Egyptian cotton t-shirt Well I'm just saying <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're quite comfortable I might add But, go ahead. but,
2: but I mean the, the Raiders fan That that, that to me that's a, that's a Raiders fan You know That they deserved they they deserve better and the NFL screwed them. Yeah, they did. Well, I wouldn't say the NFL. Well, I would say the city of Oakland. The ownership and and this and and the, you know and in all fairness, the Davises too cuz I mean, they went with the money, which I get it's a business, but they got caught in the middle of politics. They got yeah. caught in the crossfire of politics and money.
0: And he did what he had to and do for sucks. his, franchi- his right. fr- franchise, his right. franchise and he moved them too. It sucks. Now, the thing about Vegas is you know, everybody's saying, "Oh, Vegas is not a sports town," which it's it's not traditionally. It's a boxing town, it's for sure. There you go. I was gonna say <laughs> boxing. Boxing is a sport, right? And um, bo- boxing is is Vegas, right? Now they put a hockey team there, the Knights, and their very first year in existence, they went to the uh, Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. They lost, but they went mm-hmm. right. And there have been rumblings that they're talking about putting the NBA team in Vegas. Now mm-hmm. that they got the, the arena and the, and the place to hold them, and they've got a sports base. Sacramento Kings. That, you think so?
2: <laughs> Nobody's going to the damn Sacramento Kings game. Like, That's true. If you buy a, a, the the team package and you got on shorts and sneakers, you might get some minutes off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody me, cares me about the Kings. Point. They're they're terrible. I can not name the two or three players on their roster. Nobody cares about the Kings. They,
0: you know what? You're right. I can't name a single Sacramento Kings right. player. right. Is Chris Webber still playing with
2: him? <laughs> <laughs> White Chocolate, Bobby Jackson, right. Is just, is Reggie still right? Still like, Lottie D. could probably come out of wow. retirement right now like and, get, and get some minutes with them. Like, who cares about the Kings? Just shut the franchise down. Preferably moving back to Seattle because that's another town oh. that got robbed of a yeah. franchise. The Supersonics were, they used to pack that stadium out. Man, you talking about some tough. Fans they used to get down for that team, the yeah. Super man.
0: Yeah, the Sonics are the Sonics are dope, man. Yeah. Um. So, um, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the uh the draft. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where everybody saw it. It's mm-hmm. 30, it's thirty two teams. Mm-hmm. We got an hour on the show, mm-hmm. so we, we we're not going to really go over. We'll we'll talk about the top the top couple of picks, mm-hmm. and you know why we got to talk about the top couple of picks. Mm-hmm. So big big surprise the first pick overall. Was Trayvon Walker Now everybody was saying Oh now originally It was the Jags are going to take an offensive tackle mm-hmm. in, the, in the first draft um, um, Evan um, The kid from Bama right. I, I, I'm drawing a draw in blank And then it started going But then they addressed that need in free agency mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. So now it was like Well what are they going to do now Oh they're going DN. Well will it be uh, Kayvon Thibodeau out of or, Oregon Or will or it Hutchinson. be Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan Right And then, like, the day before the draft, matter of fact, it might have been that morning, it started circulating. They're talking about taking Trayvon Walker Mm -hmm. first overall. Now, personally, Walker's a baller. Number one overall over Hutchinson or Thibodeau? I
2: don't know. What's your thoughts? Number one overall pick, there's a lot of pressure to get that right. Yeah. Because there's always going to be the questions of, man, you guys passed. You passed on everybody. Yeah. You passed on everybody else. With that number one pick, mm-hmm. and those other two guys that you mentioned, to me their film jumps off the charts. Right, Walker's doesn't right. per se. Like he's a solid player, I think is a solid first round pick, no right. question. Mm-hmm. But number one overall, and you had a chance to get Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Ooh. like I said, he, he may prove us wrong, and you know we all we wish them all of the the absolutely, but, absolutely. Um, well, there's gonna be a lot of questions that come back two three years down the road. Because one of these, one of those guys is going to be an all pro. Yeah. There's no question to me.
1: Hutchinson, it's just hopefully. a
2: matter of who. I, I think Hutchinson. but <laughs> Hutchinson, I mean, hopefully. one of those guys is going to become an all pro. And if the, one of the others don't, then you're going to question. If Walker doesn't, you're damn sure going to question him. Like, man, you passed on this guy for that guy.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Like we always say, it's all a crapshoot, man. Mm-hmm. I mean,. College film is one thing College game is another thing Look how many We could go on and on About guys at any position Right Who were absolute studs In college Who were duds in the league Mm -hmm. And then you can go To these late round picks Or some UFAs Mm -hmm. Who go to the league And of course The poster child for that Is Tom Brady Mm -hmm. Six round pick 212th overall Mm -hmm. And he's the GOAT Mm -hmm. So you just never know man And Mm -hmm. it's all about fit too Right It's all about Fit and situation Which is the reason Why I think Just in my research is why Jacksonville went Trayvon Walker because right. he can play uh, Hutchinson and Thibodeau are kind of specialists. Right. They're kind of pad they they're, they're edge guys. They're right. edge guys. They're right. straight 100% edge right. guys. Like right. I, I've, I've always drawn a comparison. To me, Hutchinson reminds me of young J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, Thibodeau kind of reminds me of I would say like a young DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Like he can, he can three, four guys guy who can or, play, who can play the edge or he can stand up or right. he can stand up. Right. He can cover a little bit. Right. He's got some speed. He's got some agility. Right. Walker. He could, he could do a little bit of both. Right. He could play a little bit of inside. Right. He could, cause he's a big guy. He right. could play inside. He could play, he could play any tech. Right. He could play three through seven. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. for, for, uh, as a fit for them. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, while I was live, while we were watching the draft down in Vegas. And as soon as I heard, with the number one pick in the 2022 <laughs> NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select, I had my fingers crossed, Trevor, I was like, yes, because then I knew we was going to get our guy. Well, you were nervous about that too. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs>
2: Suddenly the uh, the ghost of Matt Millen reappeared <laughs> for a brief moment or two. Uh,
0: I'll tell you like this, man. If we would have took – now, I, I almost knew we weren't taking Thibodeau because Dan Campbell said he didn't – not that he didn't like Thibodeau, but he didn't think Thibodeau was a fit mm-hmm. for us. For what they're trying to do. Right. Because I think Tib is more of a 3-4 guy, mm-hmm. right? And a shout out to my man, Roman Thibodeau. Every time I say Tib, <laughs> Tib. I, I think, think about of my, my, guy, my guy Thibodeau. What's yeah. up, Tib? Um, I think he's more of a 3-4. Like I said, like more of a, a Demarcus Ware maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Hutch, we run a 43 and we need guys who can just come off the edge like bats out of hell. Mm-hmm. And because we got – look at our division with quarterback. We got we got to play number 12 twice a year. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think – and, of course, I wanted Hutch just because – did I, do I think Hutchinson is a baller? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was I biased because he's a born and raised Metro Detroit kid? Absolutely. Went to Dearborn Divine Child, which is one of my rival high schools, as a matter of fact. Um, he went to Michigan. So did I want them to get him? Was that part of it? Absolutely.
2: But well, to me, it's it's part of that intangible stuff mm-hmm. that there's nothing like playing for the team that you love, the city that you love, mm-hmm. the state that you love. Yep. That boy loved Michigan, man. He yes. loved the state. He loved the city. Yep. He loved he, he, he had in his jacket the um like his um like his vision board. Yep. He had a vision board since he was a kid, man. When he was a child, he said he was going to play for the Michigan Wolverines. Yep. And he went out and did it. You know how profound that is to somebody? Yep. To have a vision as a child, as a baby.
0: Yep. Right there
2: yep. on the wall, yep. and he made it come true. So yep. you know intrinsically the next step after you leave the, the Michigan Wolverines is to play for the Lions, man. Yep. I mean, he you know he's going to give – that little piece extra that he, you know, that's in him because he loves he loves the state and he loves his, his his people there so much, man. So right. it's a great story, man. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna do a damn good job for the for the Lions
0: now. And I will give him credit for being transparent because when he was asked in some interview about how would it feel to play for the Lions, he boldly said, "To be honest, I didn't grow up a Lions fan." Mm-hmm. He said, "I was a Tom Brady fan." So I was a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. But if the Lions draft me, I'm gonna play hard and give them all I got because mm-hmm. that is my home state. Mm-hmm. I said, I like this kid. Mm-hmm. He didn't give the PC answer. Mm-hmm. He didn't lie. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, Oh yes, I always dreamed of playing for the Lions. He was like, No, honestly, I'm I didn't grow up a Lions fan, but I'm gonna give them all and that's all you can ask. Right. That's all you can ask. Right. But he's living the dream, man. He's living my dream. Could you imagine if I would have came out of Detroit St. Martin de which is Arguably the most storied... I ain't arguably nothing. The most <laughs> the most storied high school football program in the state of Michigan um, and then go to Michigan, finish second in the Heisman Trophy mm. and then get drafted number two overall by the mm. Lions? Mm. Lord, could have took me the next day, man? Mm-hmm. That's the dream. You know, but football-wise, he's a fit. We need him. Now all he's got to do is produce. Mm-hmm. All he's got to do is produce. Mm-hmm. So... Um, We'll see, man. You want to uh, talk about what your Cowboys did? Um, I'm okay with the Cowboys pick. I, and I, a
2: lot of uh, Cowboys fans are angry. And as as you, well, I'm sorry. Let me let me, back, <laughs> let me walk that back. A lot of Cowboys affiliates, affiliates, there you go, are angry, not fans. Our offensive line is in trouble, man. Tyron Smith, he's done. Is done. We got no answer. We had we literally had nobody left guard, and I, I'm glad we we decided to go ahead and pull the plug on Connor Williams and be done with that. Connor Williams, Connor McGulliver, all of them. Um, Connor McGregor, I don't give a damn. All of them. Pull Anybody named Connor. Jimmy pull Connors. Pull right, exactly. Uh, pull, you know, the law firm of Connor and Connor. Pull them. <laughs> but uh, so you need, you definitely need help in left guard. Um, you got rid of Leo Collins, which I agree with because number one, he's not worth the money nor the drama. So yep. you got rid of him. Yep. So you commit to Terrence Steele at right tackle, but that left side of that line is him. Big, big trouble. This which, is got a guy that he's a project. Mm-hmm. I agree, but he's shown that he can he can pass protect, which is the number one thing. We're we, we're we're passing football team now. Now we're passing football team. So you need a guy who can take care of Dex' blind side and give him time because when he is pressured. Again Dak turns into Seneca Wallace Overnight
0: When wow. he feels that pressure This man says Seneca He turns Wallace.
2: into Seneca Wallace man So he needs someone That that can solidify The left side of the line So this year The plan is to play him at left tackle um, There's also another guy I can't recall Right off the top Of his name But they drafted him From North Dakota State Oh yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, The big big white kid Right He yeah, was the number yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Left tackle yep. in, in college football Last year so Dominated at the senior dominated bowl Dominated at the senior bowl Yep uh, and I think he potentially could be want to be in a draft deal. So they might have tripped and fell on the answers for their offensive line right there. Right. Um, that guy, he's going to play swing tackle this year. And, of course, we already know, man, Tyron Smith's probably injured halfway through the show. So he's going to get
1: <laughs> an opportunity to start
2: some at left tackle and do like Terrence Steele did, man. Get the job and don't give it back. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. my thing. Yep. Good so Cowboys affiliates –
0: you know, as usual, have a seat. When you get in there, do what you're gonna do because you're gonna play, right? You're you're not gonna be Tyrant right. Smith's They're, backup and not play, right? He's gonna get hurt, right? And I'm not, you know, disparaging the brother, and I'm not wishing that on him, right? It's but just it's a, just what it is. It's just what it is. He it hasn't is. had
2: a complete season since. This is what we do. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, somebody just show me, show me. Somebody show us where we're learning. Show and prove. and hey, show right. me. They show me the lie, right? Show me show the lie. Show me
2: and tell me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my lions. Actually got an A plus in the draft. You know, second round we went out and got a uh, oh, se- second pick in the first round. We got Jamison Williams, mm-hmm. the wide receiver out of Bama. explosive, who was the top receiver in the draft right before the knee injury. Right. he got hurt in the uh, the championship game. The championship game Yes, Georgia. Yeah. And before that, he was the number one receiver on the board. Right. So we rolled the dice a little bit on him. Right, and if healthy. Because that's what we needed. We needed somebody who can get down the field yes. and stretch the field. We yep. got, with everybody healthy, everybody's crapping on Jared Goff, but last year he was missing his starting left tackle, right. his starting right guard, his starting um, running back, his uh, tight, ends, tight right? end. Yeah. Tight Hutch- yeah. uh, end, Hutchinson. Um, Hawkinson, yeah. Was out. Mm-hmm. Everybody healthy, Jared Goff is not a bad quarterback. You know. Look what. This he man, took the Rams to a Super Bowl. And, made, and people are like, oh, uh, well. You, did you forget? Look at the team around him. He made the Pro Bowl that year. Right. So clearly he has something to do with it. Right. So if you could put that kid in a decent situation with some decent weapon and some protection, I'm not saying we're going to compete or compete in the grand scheme of things for a Super Bowl or even win anything. But we're not going to be in the toilet with no, him and no. everybody healthy. That's right. my opinion. Right. And then we had some good pickups. We had a good draft. I'm anxious to see how it goes. Now he's still a rental. This is probably still his last year. And I still would, I still would have liked to see us pick up Malik Willis. Oh man, I still would like to see us us get him.
2: He's got an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Oh, oh man,
0: because Tannehill. Oh man, he's on thin ice, man. Yeah, he's on buddy. thin ice. But um so yeah, that was our experience at the draft, man. So now let's transition into boxing. And it feels kind of I feel a little bit dirty talking <laughs> boxing without our two for real. For we like yes. boxing, but our guy Mike Tula and the champ, Ricky, Ricky Jackson, Jackson. I feel dirty talking boxing without them two. Well at least one of them two here, but we're gonna do it anyway. His daddy looked like Mr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's talk about some boxing. So we're in the uh, the, the workroom at uh, the draft, and it was you know getting kind of slow. So I'm just scrolling my phone. I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook, and I see a, a flyer pop up, and I see Rockman versus Morrison. Of course, I recognize those two names in boxing, and then I see Tommy Morrison. I'm like, wait a minute, Tom Morris is this old? Well, it was actually Mackenzie Morrison mm-hmm. who listen. This boy looks so much like his daddy. It is scary.
2: He walks like him. He just fights like him. He, he's
0: yeah. spitting. It got the curly blonde hair. Mackenzie Morrison, who's a heavyweight fighter now, looks exactly. And I thought it was just maybe the flyer, but we were ringside mm-hmm. and up close, he is his father. So that's what caught my eye. And I said, that boxing is here tonight. Mm-hmm. So we did a little research. Um, and of course Hasim Rockman, who famously knocked out Lennox Lewis, uh, Haseem Rockman Jr., that was the main event. And um that they, they they were fighting each other for a vacant heavyweight uh championship. So I said, man, that's tomorrow. So we found out who the promotion was, Roy Jones promotions. We like, okay. So we found the connect, reached out to the promote to the um promoter, and voila. We got credentials, cause that's what we do. So we in the building. You want you want to start it off?
2: <laughs> I I'll, I'll, I'm gonna let you head this. One.
0: Okay, all right. So we walk in the building, <laughs> and it's at the uh, the uh, Virgin, Virgin, Virgin Virgin Hotel, Hotel. Uh, Theater, which holds about 3,500. So we walk in, and I'm gonna be honest. We were the first uh, local. Or independent media outlet there We see the big uh, uh, What was it? Fight TV We mm-hmm. see the fight TV cameras all over the place And we get there and we're like So where's the media? And they pointed to this platform This platform literally Overlooked the ring We were I could have threw a spitball and hit one of the fighters mm-hmm. That's You probably can't tell from the video But that's how close we were Right? So uh, first, fighter com- uh, first fight comes out And Sure enough, there's Roy Jones. Y'all saw I I did the video. Roy Jones is sitting there. So we like, okay, this might be a decent little event. Some good boxing. Um, and it was called Sons of Legends, Mm -hmm. right? So check this out. Haseem Rockman Jr. Obviously, who his father is, fought Tommy Morrison Jr. in the main event. Um, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank. Roberto Duran's son fought on the card. Uh, the, the 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 great Gerald McClellan um, who I went to high school with Gerald's sister um, of course he got um, paralyzed in a fight years ago but he was on his way he was on his mm-hmm. way. his son's a fighter mm-hmm. so it was almost every not almost every fight featured the son of a boxing legend right and I thought that was really dope right and on the mic they had Roy Jones. And Sugar Shane yeah. Mosley Jr. Junior. on yeah. the mic, so it was just it was really a right. dope. I don't know who came up with that right. idea, but that was a dope idea, right. and it had a good crowd. Yeah, it was slow at first. Right, and I was like during the draft. Yeah, during so, the NFL draft, right. which proves our point. Right, NFL draft, boxing is still king in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we see Sugar Shane uh, Jr. So um, after the event, we're, we're walking around, you know, getting B-roll, getting footage. And who do we see walking behind Sugar Shane Jr.? (laughs) Sugar Shane Sr. I'm like, yo, got to go get him. So we go over and uh, we have some words with Sugar Shane. And, you know, y'all saw the pick with him. Super cool down to earth brother, man. Super cool and down to earth brother. So let's let's back up just a little bit. Toward the end of the event, we see what looks like a ball of muscle. (laughs) Just a little bitty ball of muscle walking through and first we hear the roar of the crowd nothing is going on it's between fights and we just hear this pop from the crowd and pop is a big ovation for those of you who don't watch professional wrestling we hear this pop from the crowd and we look and we see this little swole dude walking through (laughs) and somebody goes yo that's mike tyson i said no here no it can't be bro that's mike tyson we looked that was mike tyson I've told this man on several occasions. I've told my wife on several occasions. I, my Mount Rushmore of professional athletes are Barry Sanders, Isaiah Thomas, Lou Whitaker, Mike Tyson. Those are my top four favorite athletes of all time. I looked rich. I said it's happening tonight. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to him. You know, everybody knows what he just went through with the airport, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, on the airplane, you know, putting hands on old buddy in the airplane and he's got all this security around him. I said, it's happening tonight. I'm not leaving this arena until I meet Mike Tyson. I I, I may, I may never get this opportunity again. I'm meeting Mike Tyson tonight. So you can't get near him security all around him. So after the event, He's walking toward the stage, the platform where we are. What we don't know is that we were right in front of the exit, the back exit of the arena, which is where they were taking all the stars that were there out. We didn't know that at the time. So Rich goes, bro, he walking up the stairs. I said, he he coming up the stairs. So he's walking, all security around him. I just yelled it. I say, I'm going for it. They're going to have to tell me no. Mm -hmm. I started walking toward him. I said, hey, yo, champ. And he looked at me (laughs) and I say, and, and I know the look. The look was, I don't know. He was not sizing me up like he wanted to do something to me, but he was looking at me like trying to see, like, is this dude eyes? and I, straight, And, yeah. of course, I'm, we bought the same – I'm heavier than Mike, but stature-wise, from the picture you see, we bought the same size. So he's looking like, I don't know. And then I saw his eyes – I saw his eyes soften up. And I said, Champ, I just want to get a picture with you, man. And he goes – All right, come on, make it quick. Like, like, come on, make it quick. (laughs) I go over there and I put my hand out to shake his hand again. He looked at me, not gonna lie. For a split second, I said, uh oh. (laughs) Uh oh. And and, And once again, I saw his face, I saw his eyes soften. And then he grabbed it, he grabbed my hand. And I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. This was the second time that another man touched me. And I felt a chill. Because the first one was Barry Sanders. Mm -hmm. I said, wow. I am shaking probably the most infamous right hand on the planet Mm -hmm. that ever existed. This right hand right here is the most infamous right hand on the planet. And I'm shaking it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm taking a picture with the champ. Rich snapped a picture for me. And Rich was like, champ, let me get one. And soon as we got ready to switch positions, Mike's Handler, Handler was like, "All right, we got to go, Mike." Mm-hmm. And Mike had that look, like, "Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. sorry." Yep. And uh, but you had met him before. Mm-hmm. You had met. You didn't get a pick with you, but, but you made him. Valet, you paid, paid for, for your my, parking. He paid you? for my
2: parking. Yeah, I was at the M. Yeah, and um, I'm standing there waiting on the valet because I didn't see the valet anywhere. And I, I just see like this again, like this ball of muscle, like out of my peripheral, come up next to me. And I look. Oh crap! This yeah. what's up, Mike? Yeah, I, I ain't know what to say or get the hell out of the way or what. Yeah. So we start wanting starting shooting the breeze, talking about our kids and stuff, and the valet finally comes and um, I pull him on. He said, "No, no, no, I got you. Hey, take care. Of get him too. Get yeah. the valet three hundred dollars. Yeah, pay for my car, my parking, and, and his too.
0: Yeah, yeah, solid dude. Yeah. man. And and see the thing about Mike Tyson is not that I've seen him up close in person. He's his size is deceptive. Right. He's and it goes two ways. First of all, he's shorter than I thought he was mm-hmm. because they always listed him at 5'10". He ain't no 5'10". I'm 5'10". Yeah. 5, I'm and and a half. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit over 5'10". And you saw I had Mike by this much. Mike is probably 5'9". Mm-hmm. Tops. But when I tell you he has... <laughs> His list. back
2: is like this monitor behind us. Muscle.
0: <laughs> I, when, yeah. he, when he walked away the first time, uh, when we saw him on the floor walking, I guess he was going to the restroom because he came right back. I said bro look at his back his back shoulders and neck are massive and he's 55 years old Mm -hmm. now so I can't imagine in his and he's the same weight as he was then he's about 220 Mm -hmm. 225 his back neck and shoulders are absolutely massive like Mm -hmm. imagine my frame but with just muscle on top of muscle that's what he's built like Mm -hmm. so he's Bigger than I thought he was But he's also shorter than I thought he was So you don't recognize him until you really really look at him But um, yeah man It was it was a dope experience That was going on the wall in the man cave for sure um, With the champ man But And then I don't know if you saw this or not But after I saw this uh, I think that it was the day we got back I saw something on the internet That unfolded that night mm-hmm. With that lady mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. So, so we know what happened with the with the airport thing or in On the airplane which is why he had all security Around him but that same Night at the fight There was a woman he was um, Walking out uh, probably when he Went to the restroom because he was walking that way and that was the only Time he left during the fight trust me I was watching him because he wasn't gonna leave without me getting To him mm-hmm. so there Was a woman he was about to take a picture with somebody And a woman Reached around him And put her hand in his face And he kind of like Shoot her off like he got ready, like he was about to throw. So after I, so that was clearly before I met him because it was everything was still going on. Everything was over when I met him. That's when I said, "Oh, that's why he was so on edge because mm-hmm. he had already had an, on top of the airplane. He had already had a little bit of an incident that night."
2: Like to agitate these right. people. Right, um, with the
0: intent of getting
2: um, their sixty seconds of fame and or some type of lawsuit settlement. Right, um, I, I I hate that in this society. Like this man should be able to go out and have a good night, That's enjoy it. the fight, and go home.
0: He don't bother nobody. He don't no bother home. nobody. He went to use his bathroom, and get a drink. Yep, because we thought he was leaving. Because remember, I was like, hey, yo, bro, he he on his way out. I was like, dang, well, we missed it. But then when he came back, he came back like five minutes later. We like, oh, he went to go take a piss, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, we saw that that woman had she reached. He's the person he's taking a picture with is on this side. And a woman reached around this side and put her hand in the picture. And he kind of like jumped. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's why he was a little bit on edge, because I could tell when he looked at me, it was kind of like. And then I saw his face often like, cool. Mm-hmm. So that that was my experience meeting the champ, man. Um you know, uh, epic moment in um in my in my media career and in my life in general. So I've got two of my four bucket list professional athletes that I've met. I've met Isaiah years ago when I was you know, like a kid, but I haven't met him as an adult yet. So, but um, shout out to uh, Roy Jones Promotions for um hooking us up, man, with the credentials, and um I can't remember her name, but um also we also got to witness Roy Jones. Get, yeah, he's uh, he
2: received his official certificate and his official uh, notification that he's being inducted into the uh, International Boxing Hall of Fame.
0: Mm. No, that one was the Nevada
2: Boxing the, Hall of uh, Fame, yeah. Nevada, yeah. I'm sorry, Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But he is getting inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in June, right? And you know, BTP will be in the building, mm-hmm. it's in somewhere in New York, somewhere, yeah, somewhere in New York, but we'll, we'll be there, we'll be there. So, um that's that, man. Um, that's that. It has been uh, a great show, and as always, we oh, thank you. Got you. Got we something. We
2: have one more thing.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
2: you know, every good message. I think you know. <laughs> there's, there's always when, when you have a good message, you got to take care of your message. You do right. Well, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, not gonna preach to y'all. But I do think that there's a time where you got to give back. Got to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, am I am I off am off beat here? No, or I'm not off at the all. Not so at all. We are starting for the very first time, and we want all of you to to give with your 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 hearts and 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 all of your thoughts. It's time to pass the building fund. Yeah. Oh. Give all you can. We like the kind that, we like the we like the kind
0: that foes and not and not James. But, but but we'll
2: accept the kind that, that,
0: that clicks that clicks.
2: So, how can you donate to the BTP Sports Builder Fund? Real easy. That little device that you got, that's called a phone. The one you holding right now. The one now. you holding your hand right now. The one you holding right now. Open that bad boy. Up, swipe it. Do the face recognition. Your thumbprint. Whatever it is. Go to your Play Store or to your Apple Store. You download whatever your favorite podcast app is. Right. Whenever you get into that app, you're going to put these three letters in there. B-T-P. You're going to see a picture of us come up right next to you, either on the left or on the right, depending on how your your app is formatted. It's going to be a little button that's called subscribe. Click. That's it. And you donate it to the
0: building fund. That's That's all we need you to do. That's it. That's it. That's it. It ain't even 10%. The Lord asked for 10%. We didn't even ask him. We asked for five. We asked for five. That's it. That's all you got to do, people. Because in the words of my late, great pastor, Pastor Wilson Douglas, these lights ain't free. No. That bathroom don't get clean for free. Nope. Everything we do, it costs money. hmm Support. hmm
2: That's it. Give to the building fund. That's it. Like, share, subscribe. That's it. Most importantly, click on that Button. That's when it. you're on your way to work. Tune in to listen to us. Right. You at the office? We we don't misbehave. Your boss can listen to. It's okay. Sometimes, we, sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we let you. We let you know if we misbehave. Yeah, we don't have to do like yeah. the, the March Madness. <laughs> now, the March Madness app got the boss button. Yeah. When you yeah. click boss, you know, just put up some work yeah. stuff. We'll yeah. Have to get one of those. But yeah. yeah. But in all seriousness, people, all we ask you to do is like, share, and subscribe. That's it. That that, that's, that that supports that supports our efforts and supports our podcast, mm-hmm. man. That's it. So, but in the meantime, we appreciate you guys uh watching, listening, joining, hiring. Oh, you, one more thing. I, one I, thing. I
2: forgot. Um, a lot of people always ask about my
0: t-shirts. Oh, like that's right. How do we t-shirts? forget? See, I got one here.
2: Uh, let me get this out the way. This is my raised boom boom room t-shirt. So people always ask all the time, man, where do you get that shirt from? Well, I'm glad you asked. Go to our website, btp Click on shop, and you're gonna see all the t shirts that t shirts, cups, pens, pencils, you name it, all kind of stuff. You name it, it's gonna be on <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on there. So That's it. support the the BTP Sports Talk um shop as well. You can, you'll be it's in the works, but it's gonna be called throwbacksrus.com So yep.
0: everything old before school. This we dude got you is, is the king. Now, I'm the king of Detroit sports gear, which, of course, speaking of which, as soon as I leave here, I'm going across the street to Minute Maid to watch my Tigers get busy against the Astros. You know, my Tigers are in town, so that's why. I'm, well, I'm all detroit out anyway, mm-hmm. but, you know, today is a little extra-extra, but – Y'all know, this man is the king of old-school T-shirts, man. He's got the the Clubber Lane. he got the WrestleMania. He got, and he's always done it. It's, this is not a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Ever since I've known him, he's always rocked old-school classic T-shirts. Mm-hmm. That's his deal. And one more thing. I don't want to hear nothing about no nope. fucking boom-boom-room. <laughs> Shut your mouth and, and your, your fat ass, boy. boy. <laughs> 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 if, if we got to explain to you where that come from, we yeah. ain't talking to you. Yeah, But... um. That's it man That's it man We uh, always appreciate you guys For joining And make sure Like I said You are subscribed To all of our social media pla- pl- Platforms We are on Instagram At BTP Underscore sports We're on Twitter At BTP sports We are on Facebook At mm-hmm. BTP sports talk We're on YouTube At Bring the Pain sports And of course Subscribe to me At Big M Brock On Twitter D A Doug Great sports Morpheus on Twitter we love you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by.
1: Granger